Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. My name is Rosh. It is great to have you here on another edition of the Tube Labs podcast. Yes, we switched the name around again. I'm kind of looking at it like this. I have 10 podcasts, the first 10 to really get it right. And after the first 10, I'll start bringing in the guests that I have been reaching out to. But I want to get this show down just right. But I'm also giving you some good topics, I think, to really consider as you grow your YouTube channel. And today we're talking about titles, the importance of titles, because it's probably one of the most important things you can work on. I mean, obviously, outside of your video, your video is the most important thing, which we do need to dive into more. But before people get to your video, they have to care about the topic. And the title is how we get them to care about that topic. The title bridges the world between the thumbnail and the topic. Because the topic is really important. You can have an excellent title and an excellent thumbnail, but if people don't care about the topic, it really will not matter. And obviously, if people see the thumbnail and are interested, they may just click on your video, but quite often, people will also look at the title. And the combination of that topic title and thumbnail is going to get you the click. And from there, it's up to the video to do its job to keep the person watching. Not only watching, but keep them going all the way through the video on to the next video, whether it's yours or someone else's, as long as it's not your video that ultimately drives them away from YouTube. Now, I keep a lot of notes as I prepare to create a video. And one of the top areas, if not the top area on my notes, when I'll often copy and paste to outline the next video, is title information. And that title information is all about titles that'll help get the interest of the viewer. And one of the main things we're trying to do in a title is to create what is referred to as the information curiosity gap. Because we naturally want to know the full information. And if there's a gap there, if a title makes a statement that's, that completely explains and answers the question, there's no curiosity gap. There is no reason for somebody to click the video because the answer is in the title. So if you can do something which gets people to think for a moment, say, boy, I really need to know what this is, and they click the link to the video, well, then your title has done its job. I want to share some of the titles that I keep at the ready, and I've just discovered these through other people's YouTube channels, through listening to other podcasts where people are talking about creating titles. And in some cases, I learn from bloggers who are talking about creating great titles for their blogs or even social media. 
the concept of the curiosity gap is important for any headline, even social media. You need to get people's attention. And some of them we know, obviously using numbers, can be really powerful. The three things. What's the curiosity gap? Well, what are the three things? The three things that will make you successful. What are the three things? And that's, that's the curiosity gap that you're trying to create. That's why numbers work so well. It works, they work in a few ways because they kind of let you know what you're getting into. If it's three things, you know it's probably quick. And if you don't have a lot of time, you'll get those three things. If it's 600 things, then you know it's a lot of information that you may not get through, that you may want to skim through, especially if it's a blog. But if it's a video, you know it's a long video and you need to set time aside to watch it. The title helps the viewer or the reader of that title to understand why they should care. And some titles that work pretty well are will make you what will make you. So this will make you something. So the words will make you are a headline element that you can experiment with. Now, one of the things you can do, and this is something that I have been doing more and more, is using groups in analytics. And if I create a number of videos on a specific topic, I'll turn it into a group. Or using specific types of headlines, such as numbers, or even in the thumbnails. And you can make many, many types of groups, and you can see on average, which ones get the best click-through rates. Because as we know, click-through rates are really important. And so you could create a group of number titles or titles that have will make you in it, or this is why, or things only, or reasons why, or things you. You know, X, I have in here X things you. So on my list, I have X things you, but the focus being the things you and using that in the title. This is the strongest starting keyword based on some surveys and experiments. And so again, honestly, I don't know where I got all these because this is really a hodgepodge of different articles and different podcasts and videos through the years that I have collected this information that I experiment with, that I'm always trying. And this is a word, this as a word, truly has been very strong, and I've certainly kept that on my list. Now, the best numbers, 10, 5, 15, as list numbers. But I've also noticed that 17 has been a very strong one. Nine odd numbers tend to be very strong. So three is a very strong number, seven. So nine, 13, 15. Whenever you can have an odd number like that, I have found it has worked really well in terms of getting people's attention. A few other phrases that I've picked up along the way are, insider's guide to. That's not a bad way to go. Or experts won't tell you or what the experts will say. Unexpected ways. How to be the best. The truth about. I'm sure you've seen kind of BuzzFeed type of 
articles, if not videos, using those phrases. It's not a bad way to go. And as I said, you know, you should experiment with the different types of headlines. Now, sometimes I get lazy and I don't quite do it right. And I will not put in, say, a very extremely powerful word that will help amplify that title. And I'll see it in the beginning as soon as I launch that video. I'll see that it's not getting the traction that I want it to get. So I will look for words or even change the title in the very beginning. Now, one thing you don't want to do is down the road, change your titles. But if you have videos that have died off, are not getting any more views, there's nothing wrong with changing the title, mixing it up. Maybe you've learned what your audience wants in terms of a title, what types of titles they click on as it relates to your types of videos. You've created 50, 100, 200 videos. And by the time you're at 150 to 200 videos, you realize, well, these, these are the better headlines. These are, these are the ones, or even thumbnails, or the combination thereof. This is what people are clicking on. So you can go back and change those headlines, and it can give your videos a boost, just like changing the thumbnails. And maybe you want to do them together. Maybe you just want to do one. I, I don't know. That that's up to you. I mean, when it comes to experimenting, generally you just want to change one thing at a time. And this most certainly is a best practice, especially in the marketing world when you're advertising. If you change something in a marketing campaign, such as a photograph or a headline, you really want to know which one made the change. If you change too many things, then you don't know what you need to fix down the road necessarily. However, with a video, I feel a little bit differently about it. You can approach it like just test headlines or just test images, but you generally, after a while, have a good idea of what is working and what is not. And I do think maybe A-B testing, if you have TubeBuddy to A-B test your thumbnails, or you may not know this, you can also test your titles and descriptions using TubeBuddy. Now, I don't hear many people using it, and I have never done that before. I think it probably because just testing thumbnails can really maybe mess with the algorithm, and so can testing titles going back and forth. And I haven't heard about anybody successfully doing it. It may be something people do, but I have not done so. So really, when I look at my older videos, which we all know those thumbnails aren't as good and the headlines aren't as good. And even the videos, to be quite honest, probably are not as good. However, you can watch that video and maybe now you have a different essence or feel from that video. You under, maybe understand what that video is about a little bit better with time under your belt. And you can create an even better headline and better thumbnail to support that video. So I like to do both at the same time. Usually if I'm going to do one or the other, it's usually the thumbnail first, but the headline I think people don't talk about enough is that you can go back and change those headlines and improve them, make them more clickable, or in some cases that you tried to create a really clickable title, but decided, you know what, this might be better in search. So 
create a searchable title. So that leads us into that topic. And I have more of these uh, title elements, and I'll share those in a few moments. That these are again, these are things I keep on hand in front of me all the time when I'm creating a, a new video. When I'm looking for a topic, I will create that headline in the beginning. But sometimes, you know, as I said, I don't, and so I have to go back and redo it. And again, sometimes I just go back to long videos from a while ago and redo them and update them as they fade off. But we also have to think about what we're trying to do with that headline. And if you're trying to, especially early in your channel, find your place in search, well then it's not a bad idea to have your searchable keyword phrase at the very beginning of the headline. Because that will help people click. If you have done your research, maybe using the YouTube search bar and type in a word and see all of the other options that people are searching for, it's a good way to go. And also use Keywords Everywhere, the plugin, to help you kind of get a sense of the volume. It's not exact, but you'll get a sense of the volume. And there are other tools out there that you can use to find topics. And we'll, we'll dive deeper on developing topics in a future podcast. But right now, we want to think about the keyword phrase that we're going to use. And maybe it's a two, three, four keyword phrase. We're maybe going for a little bit of longer tail. Longer tail means there are more keywords. A shorter tail keyword phrase is, well, very short tail is one. You know, say photography is a keyword phrase. But maybe you're thinking about the best camera for photography. That's a longer tail keyword phrase, although it could be very popular. And maybe you could expand it by being even more specific. The best camera for food photography or landscape photography. Again, drilling down, these are longer tail keyword phrases. And you can put that at the very beginning because one, people are searching for that. So when they see that phrase, they're more likely to click it. And then you can follow up with information, maybe put a dash, and then you can put that clickable phrase there that could help encourage people to click, such as dash, a brilliant solution, or something you've not thought of. In other words, getting people back into that information curiosity gap. Okay, yes, your headline is there, and maybe there are other YouTube videos with similar headlines. However, you have a really good kind of a subhead or extension of that headline that hits that curiosity gap. And quite often, you can create something with a bold claim or the trend or everyone should know kind of information. Well, if everybody should know it, maybe they don't know it. This is how-to. How-to is obviously a very powerful statement in the world of YouTube because a lot of people are looking for how-to in the search engine. Try out different headlines and you can test these headlines. One of the places I like to test headlines or at least a part of a headline or even a topic related to the headline is going to Twitter and creating a poll. But there are a number of places in which you can create a poll. But if you have some traffic and community that would answer a question, create a poll and see 
which one of those headlines gets the most attention. And if you can do that even before you create your video, at least you can mention it and you can keep the interest. Because here's the thing. A lot of times people think, oh, clickbait. There is a word that we often use when we're talking about titles and the controversy around that, getting too clickbaity. Is your, is your title clickbait? Well, yes, but no. Clickbait, the concept, is creating a headline that gets people's attention. However, that headline is false. That's clickbait. It's a false headline. When your headline is created in advance, and it doesn't mean you can't adjust it later, but if you create that headline in advance, it gives you something to build your video around which supports that headline. And that's what's so important. And then it's not clickbait because you're going to share a title that gets somebody's attention and hopefully a thumbnail that supports that title and then have a great video that supports both the thumbnail and title. And the thing is, to keep the flow going, you can use the actual phrase or part of the phrase in your title in your video which keeps the continuity going and that allows people to know that the clickbait wasn't clickbait to a false video or a video that's not related to the title that actually what they clicked on is actually what they're going to see. So if I created a headline that said six little talked about something, I could say, well, here are the six little talked about things. Now, sometimes it is true. I don't know what the number will be at the end. And so I may say, here are those little talked about things that, and then related to the video and the video goes on. And that way, if you are creating your video, you decide that, oh my goodness, I have more great ideas or you had good intentions of creating 15 ideas or 15 bold claims or whatever it may be but you only came up with 11 in the end, you're not going to find yourself wondering how you're going to fix this. Now, there have been times that I have said, okay, I know it's going to be around 10. So I may start off with the introduction. Here are eight different things. And then another introduction. Here are nine different things. Or here are 15 different things. So in other words, I have options later in my video when I'm editing. So I'm working with the title, but I'm also keeping that flow through, but also give me options in the editing. And that's really important when you're editing to give yourself options. It's kind of like creating a lot of good B-roll. So if you need, because you can never have too much B-roll and you just can't have too many options for your editing. And especially if you're trying to carry that title over your title might end up changing a little bit, but if you're giving yourself options while doing the video, you don't have to worry about as much, including offering yourself a generic version of what you're talking about and not being so specific in case you make changes along the way. Or if that title doesn't do well and falls off later, 
maybe you can go back and retitle it and this will give you some flexibility later. So take the time and look at the titles that capture your attention. Figure out why. Go to the BuzzFeeds of the world and take a look at their clickbaity titles. It's okay to copy it in its own way. And not exactly, it has to pertain to your video, but in the style and see what happens. See if you are increasing your click-through rate. And do, do some tests. That's what we're all about here in our labs. And that's really why I've narrowed it down even more. I've looked around and I'm rather surprised that there isn't a tube labs somewhere, but this is where we are. And I think this works because this is what we're doing. We're experimenting and I'm encouraging you to experiment. Experiment with those headlines. Use the groups in your analytics. You have that option to create groups of videos and test different ideas. You can get down to testing and comparing if the titles with the word this in the beginning work as well as the titles with a number in the beginning. Maybe you can test the different numbers. Does five do better than seven? Does seven do better than 12? It's up to you to test the different types of headlines that you think is right for your type of video and see which ones work. Now you'll have to make note that there are probably other elements that surround that headline, such as the topic and the thumbnail. They also affect the value or how well that headline works. But you can start to see a pattern. And you can, as I mentioned, do the same thing with topics and do the exact same thing with thumbnails and see what is working and take a look and see what seems to be the trend for all of those things and narrow it down for the types of videos that you create. You can also test different lengths of videos and so forth in groups. And we should probably have a show just on groups. I am experimenting more and more. And as I gain more insight in my experiments, I, of course, will share them with you. Thank you so much for listening to the Tube Labs podcast. Please look it up on iTunes and wherever you enjoy your podcast. Give us a rating, make a comment, let people know that this growing YouTube show is available to them. And we, of course, can develop our communities and share our experiments. And of course, if you have an experiment that you would like to share, you don't have to be a huge YouTuber. I am not a huge YouTuber, but I have a lot of experience, obviously uploading a lot of videos. And maybe you have some specific experience with a viral video or a specific type of video. You have some experience that you can share with the community. I'd like to hear from you. And as I get past the 10 podcast show mark, I'm going to bring on the experts, but I also want to bring on the community to share their experiences too, because sometimes those experiences are things that are not often talked about in the general education space of YouTube education. And I like to hear those stories. Some of the best stories are from people who've just had a tremendously interesting experience and they need a place to share it to help others grow too. 
That's what we're about here. I look forward to sharing more information with you next week. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com. <laughs>